Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking step number four, which is compassion. And we are also going to be talking about kindness. We are excited to be here with you. And I am yes, feeling better. So that is good as Yay. well. <laughs> would like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. Busy day, and I'm looking forward to our discussion. Yes, yes. Terry and I have had some uh, lots of fun together uh, recently. We we just got back from Vegas, um, where we spoke to a group of women um, about our 12 steps, and we got two new coaches um, at that event to come and speak with you, um, our listeners. So we're super excited about that. But tonight we have on one of our favorite guest coaches, Sylvia McIntosh. How are you tonight, Sylvia? Hello. I'm good tonight. I am good. Thank you for having me back. Yay. Well, we, we love, love having you. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate your willingness to stay up super late and be on the show with us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the students. <laughs> All right. So, kindness. Tell me, ladies, what are your feelings about it? If we could just learn to practice kindness first, it would make so much difference in our interactions. Mm hmm. I mean, that um, right some, there would just change the world. <laughs> it really would. It really would. I'm a substitute school teacher part-time right now. And today, I mean, what gets the kids upset is as soon as someone's upset, and then we suddenly have this huge chain reaction of accusations and insults and pestering each other, and all of a sudden then got the whole class in an uproar because you're not allowed to talk about me that way or my mom or my brother or my cousin or whatever it is. And if we could just be kind instead of learn how to be kind <laughs> when we're feeling bad instead of trying to make others feel worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much. It's kind of like a, a gut a gut uh, reaction, mm-hmm. and I you know, I have a chart up in my room that reminds me of the different synonyms that uh, I think are a part of love. And mm-hmm. uh, to me, you know, the old song "Love Makes the World Go Round." Well, I believe just like kindness, if we could learn to love ourselves and love others, that the world could change as well. But the first synonym I have for love on this chart is kind. Mm-hmm, and I just mm-hmm. see they mean they just are so much the same thing that kindness um kindness to ourselves to start with because we tend to beat ourselves up more than than anyone so kindness and and love and forgiveness and charity patience for ourselves 
allows us then to have those qualities internalized within our hearts and souls, and then we can share them with others. But I think love and kindness are are really power that can create a world of tolerance and a world of uh, just a, a world where people could be could communicate and be open hearted and and um, it would be a lovely place to live. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I think I've been trying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that um, I've been trying to speak my, um, if I'm beating myself up or if I'm wanting to say something uh, negative about myself, I've been trying to make myself say it out loud because when I say it out loud, then um, it's not so easily, um, like, I can't just dismiss it as easily. Like, I have to challenge it. Um, so, you know, if I'm like, oh, my gosh, Kelly, I can't believe you did that. I mean, like, you know, when I say it out loud, then I'm like, okay, I can't have that just hanging out there. I have to say something about it, you know. <laughs> so it makes mm-hmm. it so it's not just so it's not just so broken record. It's not just so, you know, automatically repetitive in my head. I, if I say it out loud, then I, then I'm like, okay, no, that's not true. We don't want to talk to ourselves that way. And then I have to say something else, you know, to counteract it. Um, and also I think about like, would I talk to my best friend that way? No. Would I ever say anything like that to my best friend? No. What would I do? want to do to someone if someone said that to my best friend right and and mm-hmm. start thinking um start thinking of myself more like my best friend than this person who I can just easily um insult and dismiss so that's been really um helpful to me with kindness towards myself um because I'm I'm actually quite kind to other people <laughs> and yeah. uh and and very forgiving and um and you know encouraging and so trying to um you know kind of uh turn those around and and do them towards myself as well that's awesome kelly that's a great strategy mhm yeah cuz yeah, when, when you I'm, do it when you out loud like that it does affect is it's a whole different uh, mindset isn't it when you say it mm-hmm. out loud and it's hanging there in the air and you have to say, oh, is that true or am I making it up? Oh, I'm making it up. Well, how can I show kindness to myself and how can I show gratitude for my growth and how can I acknowledge myself, you know, just changes mm-hmm. your whole mindset. I like that. That's yeah. Great. One of the things I really try to coach around has to do with learning how to be our own best friend instead of our own worst enemy. And I think so often what I'm finding, and I know it's certainly true for me, is I don't even realize how unkind I'm being to myself. Mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. I start thinking about it in terms like Kelly just said, okay, would I say this to my friend? Would I say this to a child? You know, if I was mm-hmm, really trying mm-hmm. to teach a child how to behave or how to recover from something not going quite right is just how I would talk to a four or five or six year old. And if it isn't, then I really shouldn't be talking to me that way either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But the thing yeah, I was I... starting to say about kindness is one of the lovely things about it is it doesn't really cost anything except effort. Mm-hmm. And it right. doesn't yeah. take more effort to, to be kind than it does to be mean. It just takes a different effort. But it doesn't have to take money. And in terms of time, it really only takes the moment. So it's it's such a simple act that we can start practicing on ourselves and others that can make such a difference in the long term. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really does. It really does. It really helps you to uh, I like to think of I was working with a client this morning and talking about changing expectations into intentions and it's kind of the same thing, changing negative thoughts into positive thoughts. You know, how can mm-hmm. you turn that, that thought around and, and, and show kindness? And I know when you're talking about a child, I have a picture of myself when I was five years old in the front of my um, my calendar. And mm-hmm. I've had so many people notice it, you know, when I've opened up my calendar, they say, who's that? And I say, well, that's me when I was five years old. And they say, well, why do you have that there? And then I tell them, I says, because I want to remember that that's me. And when I start beating myself up or putting myself down, I look at that picture and I say, would I do that to that little girl? And I always say no. And I said, so that keeps me focused on being kind to myself and uh, acknowledging myself rather than beating myself up. And so many people have said, oh, that is such a good idea. You know, I said, well, get a picture of yourself and put it there. And Uh utilize it to help you to be kind to yourself because I don't know when we learn that, but we learn that as we grow up and mature to we beat ourselves up whenever we uh, fall short of our expectations. And so what's our intention? And our intention is to be loving and kind to ourselves and just kind of as a reminder. Mm-hmm. I think Rhonda Rhonda's the one that shared that with us uh, to do that. And I, mm-hmm. it's really been a good, I know Kelly has, has that too. And I think you had mm-hmm. it as your, your, um, it's you a screensaver on my phone. Screensaver. Yeah. On your phone. Mm-hmm. And just kind of mind it. Do you? Yeah. I think it's yeah. a great a great strategy if we're talking about being kind to yourself. And mm-hmm. my kids, when I start to get irritated with my kids, I, I think of them when they were little. You know, I cherished each one of them as I brought them home. I think of holding them in the hospital, and I think, oh, would I ever have talked to that little baby like that? No, never, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... I remember when she first um when she first brought that uh brought that up and uh she she actually she asked people in the audience if they had a picture of themselves when they were little. Um not too many people did. Um but she asked if they had a picture of their child when their child was little. And I remember she um she asked one of the coaches um uh, uh about a picture of her daughter. And would she talk to her daughter, the the picture of her little daughter that way? And I remember how greatly it affected her. Um, like she, like started crying. Like no, she would never talk to her daughter that way, and um, and stuff. And I think that when we can really have that kind of um, emotional connection, then it can be a really powerful tool, um, because. Um, you know, we're really we're really understanding um, the the exercise. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to look at this picture and and I'm going to stop being mean myself. But if we really understand the the impact um, that 
talking to someone like that would have, um, which we probably do, <laughs> then uh, it can be a really powerful exercise. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I have it. I have a picture. I don't. I don't think I'm five in the picture. I think I'm a little younger than that. But um, to tell you the truth, I really don't know how old I am. But I'm super cute, and um, <laughs> and it's uh, it says something on the picture like, "Would you would you say that to her or something like that?" So it even asks the question. But um, but yeah, I think I think kindness is so important, and I think um, it's something that I I'm constantly you know uh, teaching my kids though too, you know if when they um, I have a couple girls that just oh they just know exactly which buttons to push on each other and they just like doing it all the time and just trying to um, you know kind of give them a bigger picture of how speaking to anyone that way, let alone your baby sister um, or your big sister, um, you know, how it's going to affect affect them and how it's going to affect your overall relationship. And, um, you know, at the ages they are right now, they don't necessarily get the whole big picture of the fact that they're going to, you know, be relying on each other the rest of their lives. Um, but... I keep telling them anyway. We'll see. See how long it takes to sink in. Mhm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it's just it's 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 a practice, really. Kindness is a practice. So mm-hmm. anything that is a practice requires practice. Get <laughs> 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 to do it and and keep doing it. And the more we do it, the easier it becomes. It's right. like a musical right. instrument or, you know, anything. We want to learn, we have to do it. And in order to do it, we have to practice it. And then it becomes a practice. And it's one of those things that can easily become more natural, more familiar and easier to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those things that you ever complete and don't have to do it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that being kind to ourselves could be seen in a lot of different ways. For me, I mainly think of it in the way that I speak to myself. But there's other ways that we could be kind to ourselves just in the time of, um, I mean, in the um, effort, as you were saying, giving uh, that it it takes effort. Um, Ooh, just a second. Um, no. Sorry, I have a thing that popped up and said, do you want to end this episode? No, I don't. Why did you pop up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hopefully I fix that and we're not going to all of a sudden end. Um, Okay, so uh, now I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) Um, Yeah, someone goes, Someone else go. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember. Well, I think the kindness, uh, I think that there's, like in all things, I just think that there's, there's a point when kindness can be, uh, I don't know how to say this. Help me if you, th- if you know what I'm trying to say. Where a kindness can turn into a 
eh, I don't know what word I'm trying to say, but where it's no longer kindness, it becomes, um, I cannot think of the word that I'm trying like to your- say. Indulgence, like indulgence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at a, at some point you can be, like, I know people that are so kind that I question their motives. Um, so at mm-hmm. some point it, I think it becomes disingenuous. I guess that's what, what I'm, I'm thinking that you'd have to be, you'd have to really have, your heart would have to be really um, focused on on what, what kindness is rather than indulging people or or. Not oh, like being a people pleaser. In order to be kind to somebody else. Yeah, I don't, you know, I think that it, there's a danger uh, in going over overboard or beyond kindness into enabling and indulging and, and losing yourself and trying to do good for others. I don't know. I, I, that just was a thought that was going through my mind. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I think to me, part of kindness though includes respect. Yeah, we need to respecting. Yeah, if you're truly respecting yourself and others, then you're not going to indulge, and you're not going to enable. You know, you're not going Mm -hmm. to support behaviors that are destructive in other people. And to me, true kindness has no. there's no desire for something in return. So mm, if I'm being mm-hmm. nice to you because I'm point. trying to get something from you, that's not really kindness. That's Yeah, it's manipulation. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's manipulation and that's unkind. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the that the respect adds that piece that would uh would define the difference between indulgence or manipulation and would have uh you know, that you really have the best intentions in the kindness that you're giving yourself as well as the kindness that you're giving, giving to others. Yeah. I don't know why that came into my mind, but that just came into my mind. Well, I think there's two sides to everything. Huh? There's two two sides sides to to everything. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, we can do everything through fear or we can do it through freedom. And to, to think that just because kindness is a, is a is a positive word or a positive thing to do doesn't mean that we can't do it out of fear. I think that's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you. Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, with that's with everything, you know, I mean, that was the biggest mm-hmm. thing I learned when I first started to, when I first started to love myself was the difference between, because I always felt like I was very loving towards other people and I hated that saying that, was saying oh <laughs> Kelly did we lose you I'm loving myself that what I really oh, huh you got you you went away for a, a minute or two oh I'm sorry um, no, but I learned that as a huh <laughs> I was just going to say, we heard you say when I was first learning to love myself, and then it got quiet. So we missed whatever you said after that. Oh, okay. That was a lot. Okay. So what I was saying is that when I first started to, (laughs) I was being kind to people. Somebody doesn't want us to hear that because you keep going, you keep disappearing. 
<laughs> we lost hmm. you at the same point of that sentence again, Kelly. Again. That's funny. Mm-mm. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do then. I don't either. <laughs> try, try it one more time. I'll try one more time. <laughs> okay. Um, I learned that that's not really love. Um, what I was doing before wasn't really love because I was doing it to receive something back. Um, I was doing things for you so that you would need me, so that you would keep me around or so that you would love me too. Um, and when I started to love myself, I could be kind or I could do loving things, but I didn't care if you, um, if you did something back for me. Um, so that I think is, did you hear me that time? Mm-mm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I think we lost like two or three words at the end. Okay. But I think that that's, that's the importance. It's the, you know, or if you're doing it to receive, um, something in return, then it's not, it's not really, um, freedom motivated. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. The reward to kindness is the act itself, not because it will be reciprocated somehow. It just yeah. feels good mm-hmm. to be kind. Mm-hmm. Which may or may not be received too, you know, for some people. Right. Some people not mean that I'm kind or yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, sometimes it won't get through their filter. It's sort of like we've talked about um, being able to receive compliments. If, if our filter and our self-talk doesn't involve acknowledging us for what we do well or that we do have things we do well, then when other people try to say that, it simply won't get through our filter. So it's possible that kindness may not get through somebody's filter, at least not mm-hmm. the first few times. If it's not what they're used to hearing, it's not how they're used right. to treating themselves. But that doesn't have to affect our choice to be kind anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people just aren't, they're, they don't feel safe enough to accept uh, kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Uh, because they may feel it takes vulnerability and they're not uh, feeling safe enough to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Or they may not believe that it's truly being kind. They may think you have yeah. some sort of ulterior motive. Ulterior motive, yeah. Because yeah. that's or, been their yeah. experience. But that's all right. We can okay. practice. Yeah, like you're trying to set them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but we as long as it's hard I'm sorry, say it again, Terry? Well, I'm just saying as long as our intention is, is honorable and respectful mm-hmm. and that we truly do have kind feelings towards them, then we just can continue that. Eventually people will either react to that or not react to that, you know, but it doesn't mean that we're going to change our intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that... Um, that's something that's not always easy to do to keep your intention, your intention, regardless of the intentions of the people in the room, but it definitely pays off in the long run. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Well, you guys keep um, disappearing on me too, so I don't know <laughs> what our listeners are are getting um, if uh, if they're if they're hearing the pauses or or if they're not. But hopefully they'll get enough of this that um, they'll uh, be able to um, shift their thinking around kindness and be able to practice it a little bit more in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's even it kind of goes along with one of our coaching strategies or uh, about seeing others' innocence that, um, mm-hmm. you know, kindness kind of, kind of fits in, in there as well so that we can, because I'm thinking in particular when I'm in this new position that I have with uh, the city that, you know, there are people that are seen as, as being really troublemakers and and not having the best interest of the city at heart. And yet if you can look at them with, with uh, compassion, which was kindness, and you can try to understand them, and see their innocence, you know, either they're just trying to get their needs met and they just don't know how to do that appropriately, uh, that also is a way of taking kindness to another level, of seeing others' innocence. And then, you know, it's really a, a high, another level of, of kindness or compassion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we are at two minutes before the end of the show so I wanted to uh, thank Sylvia for being on here as always we really get so much from you and um, all the things that you share with us and we appreciate you coming on the show well thank you for having me again it's always a joy to be here and I always learn from you guys as well (laughs) well thank you any last words from either of you? Oh, just always act out of kindness when you can. If you have a choice, be kind. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Ellen DeGeneres always says at the end of her show? Be kind? Yes. I think it is. I think she always says, be kind. <laughs> I yep. think that's a great motto. A great motto. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think sometimes it can, it's not, um, it's not always easy, but it's always worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, be kind well, to yourself, Kelly. Get well, will you please? <laughs> yes. I was very kind mm-hmm. to myself today. I slept the entire day. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Good night. And I'm hoping well, that I can still sleep tonight. <laughs> yes. Well, when you have those viruses like that, that's really the only way to get rid of them is to rest and drink a lot of liquids. That's what my grandma always said. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you, thank everyone. You, we thank you for coming back each week and listening w- with us. And we ask that you continue to come back and learn how you can better be kind and have compassion towards yourself. We're going to be continuing the conversation this month of compassion, 
And for the next two shows, we're going to be having a brand new coach on um, that we haven't had on the show before, Gentry Potter. So I'm super excited for that. So we'll see you guys next week. And until then, be fearless. Be Be fearless. fearless. Good night, Sylvia. Good night.